Oh yeah, here we go. It's episode 102, Height Drop. Thank you guys for being here. We got Nate Weston on this episode. He's got a big project coming out. We got to catch up and nothing much more to say. So enjoy it. Great to have Nate on as always. You guys know who he is, the amazing and talented Nate Weston. I'm ready. <laughs> I knew you would be. I was yeah. like, Nate's always ready. He's just like <laughs> ready. Well, all right. Well, let's get into it then because obviously the big announcement is that you just put out or you didn't even put it out. Tempest put out a little post about you got a new project coming up here mm-hmm. now and it's real exciting because, you know, this is about the same time as Skull Chudder came out last year, a little bit later. And um, yeah, just what can you tell us about what that project is and when when did it even like come into existence this idea of yeah no it's uh it's been again quite a crazy year um i think i'll kind of rewind and kind of into like the lead up into the project um but the whole this whole year started off super super weird for me and it just was like one of my lowest points and uh, I ended up leaving LA in February of this year and coming back up here mm. and trying to, you know, make sense of everything and try and figure out what my path was. Um, mm. if it wasn't with parkour or with stunts or whatever. And, uh, yeah, it was just a, like a weird limbo of kind of waiting for things to go back to normal with COVID and, uh, trying to make sense of what my purpose was and, it just wasn't going the way I thought it was going to go. Like nothing. It felt like every door was closing and I had no idea what I wanted to do besides, you know, like <laughs> enlisting in the Marines or being a <laughs> firefighter or something. Like I just needed some sort of, you know, purpose. Um, yeah. And I didn't know what that was if it wasn't for parkour. Cause that's all of my, you know, my life has been for the past 10 years now. Um, so it was kind of like this mixture of, you know, anxiety of wondering what the heck I'm doing and stress of, you know, how am I going to live and how am I going <laughs> to exist if I don't like, you know, if I don't do what I want to do. Um, and so summertime kind of came around and uh, I'm still really good friends with uh, Sam Wood and he was, uh, he was still living in Missoula at the time and um, he wanted to think about going down to LA or San Diego and I kind of, you know, express the same thing. I'm trying to give it another shot before I really call it quits. Um, and so we both just got an Airbnb for a month in LA um, in August. And uh, so, yeah, so we went down there and kind of tried to see if anything stuck and just see if things would kind of, you know, get back to normal. And it was just, it was really good to see everyone again. And I mean, I had taken basically the whole year off training. I didn't, all I did was skate. Like all I did was skate. Oh yeah. And uh, it was um, it was weird. It felt like kind of um, I forget what the term is, but it just felt like I didn't belong in the community anymore, and I didn't really feel like I, like I in, trained. In which community? In parkour. It in just parkour. felt like okay, yeah, yeah. I had yeah. It just felt like I'd kind of not moved on, but I just didn't know what drove like what was driving me anymore. And mm. training itself wasn't really fun as much anymore and so i just kind of took a step back and it kind of felt like a a imposter syndrome like it just felt like i didn't belong Mm. and um so going back to la was 
kind of the first few weeks were a little interesting just seeing how things kind of picked up again um but thankfully like basically i was like two weeks in and i remember calling my brother and just like breaking down like i don't know what's going on like i think i'm gonna have to like leave la like get rid of everything and just go and like stop you know doing any of this um and it was a really hard pill to swallow because i fully kind of accepted it that you know this was not going to be kind of my life anymore um can i ask before you continue because well sorry i don't want to cut you off but it's just like i'm just a little curious about what was like more the normal or what was what was the doors that you were hoping would stay open that were kind of closing is it just like the work was not sustainable was it um can you describe yeah. a little bit more about like what just uh, what wasn't working and why you were going to have to leave? Was it? It just felt like training was very short, like a short term goal. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, I want to, you know, make a living and stunts were not there was nothing really going on. And so it was just mm-hmm. this lull of no work and kind of all training. And it felt like there was no sustainability there. And so my mind couldn't stop thinking about what the next, you know, I can't keep doing this exact thing forever. For sure. Um, and it just felt like I was kind of awaiting the inevitable. So I might as well kind of, you know, embrace it now. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I just, I just needed purpose. And I needed something to kind of strive for. Um, and I just felt like LA wasn't, wasn't doing that at first. Um and after having that conversation with my brother, it was weird because the next day or two, I got these two kind of, you know, signs or doors open that, you know, oh, you should definitely be in L.A. I got this, you know, potential big stunt job coming up and met some really cool people and was surprised to see how quickly, you know, training came back. And it was reassuring to know that you can take like, you know six months off and Mm -hmm. uh with the right kind of drive and the right motivation you can bring it all back um and it really all came back so quickly and um so like the main the main focus of the the the, this video here now is maybe less about the the moves in the video itself but more just of a kind of a celebration of where i'm at my point like at this point in time in my life um where training feels like fun again. And I'm like, I'm back, you know, here in the community and it feels, you know, just like home again. Um, and uh, kind of trying to pay an homage to Skull Chatter too, where, you know, like that last year was, you know, super in my head, super, you know, all these negative thoughts and stuff. Um, and it kind of has hit me that, you know, those thoughts, don't just kind of go away and you don't really want them to fully go away either, which is kind of a weird, you know, a weird thing. Cause if you fully get rid of all those, those weird and negative thoughts, then, you know, you don't really have a uh, contrast to really appreciate like the good, the good side of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, you know, learning to deal with them in a healthy way. Um, so that's kind of the main, the main focus of, uh, the project and, uh, yeah, one of the uh, Pavel from the Tempest media team was just saying, "Hey, you, you seem like you're back in training, and I think we should do a video." And I was super on board, so 
yeah, we've just been working on it ever since I got back from LA and um, did some, uh, went to Texas and went to Arizona and filmed some stuff. And uh, yeah, I'm stoked. It's, uh, you know, it just feels good to be back in the swing of things. And I can't wait to, you know, be back in LA and just kind of get on with the next, you know, what that next thing is. And it's nice to know that there's not this barrier of as much so as COVID right now. Um, it doesn't feel like there's a big holdback for the next, you know, step or whatever. So for the first time in a while, I feel really excited to, you know, see what these next, you know, six, 12 months and, uh, you know, really bring. Um, so yeah, that's mainly the, the biggest thing of the project. It's, uh, I think less about, um, like there's going to be a, I think it's kind of like 50, 50 of clips that I've already shared on Instagram mm -hmm. and also new clips that hasn't been seen yet. Um, so I think after, after skull chatter, it was interesting seeing, you know, it, it takes a lot to, to save up clips and mm. completely not share anything <laughs> and then have this big thing. And, uh, not to say that skull chatter felt like a letdown, but, you know, it was like a, it's a, it's a, uh, balance of, you know, uh, putting all your creativity into this one project, but then you're sacrificing, you know, showing what you're doing on a regular basis via social media, which, mm -hmm. you know, I guess really in the long run doesn't really make that big of a difference. Um, well, I think you're talking I just like, yeah, I think you're talking to that. There's a connectivity there. There's a, a ability to share that way that yeah. it's like, if you're not going to do it, you're kind of like, you know, you don't realize it, but that connection that sharing with people can be a way that supports you. That's just gone. If you're like, I got to stack it up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Or I, mean, I there's guess a, there's you know, time and place for both. Sure. And yeah, there's there's like um it's an evolution probably for your content stream if you have a certain standard. I mean, to me, tell me if this is at all accurate cuz it sounds like there was some things and from my own experience, I I would say this is true, but you know, you can get like into this this um this mindset of, you know, these are the things I have to do and like this is the way that I am good. And, you know, I had, I can't take six months off. Like there's these rules that kind of come into your frame of mind that eventually they do like support you and they get you there because they get you disciplined or they get you really focused and they get you, uh, into, you know, an, ev a growth period, but then you have to let them all go like one by one. And it's just like super weird and scary. Cause you're like, this is the thing that, you know, made me good, or this is the way I used to train. And then, you know, as this stuff kind of like eventually you hit the ceiling with it and it has to dissolve. Otherwise it kind of keeps you um, from growing. So that's just what I kind of heard in, in that story. And I remember seeing yeah. your post early on in the year and just, you kind of like drifted off from, you know, regular, but then you came back and there was like, Oh shit. Like Nate's on fire right now. Like what's he up to, <laughs> man? He just, what's he on right now? He's just like putting out just crazy bangers, um, you know, for, a good stretch there where it's just like, holy shit, you know, like yeah, you know, this it, is the Nate we know in, in some ways, but you know, yeah. also we don't know all the Nates that, you know, so this is, but anyhow. Yeah. The new Nate with the, the new beard, and the new the beard. New oh yeah. You had the, you had the goatee for a while. You had like, yeah. dude, going through changes, baby. <laughs> I love it, man. I love how you've had, you've, you've shared your journey with us through these projects and through, um, doing interviews and things. And so I really appreciate that because I think it's such a, 
it's such a common even though everyone does it their own unique way there's so many parallels to this to what you're talking about and things that i've experienced and i know that there's other people that probably go through similar things but we almost never talk about it for whatever reason at least um with each other and i wonder sometimes why that is um you know yeah there's a weird stigma against it for some reason it's you know like you said like everyone goes through it everyone has these weird these weird moods and these weird thoughts that come in that no one likes to acknowledge but you know it's all it's all there and in varying um mm -hmm. intensities it just matters you know on what how you're feeling and um you know i just my way of coping with it and way of communicating it is literally through movement and through these projects i love to just share what's on my mind and what's going on in my life you know mm -hmm. through these little projects here and there and uh, i think it's also it and, you know, I think I forget who said it. I think it was by Callum Powell, who, you know, he's just talks about, you know, I can't wait to be, you know, an older man and mm. look back mm. and see all the little projects and all the memories of the trips I took. And um, it's just such a special thing to be able to have, you know, the the ability to just create, you know, these these projects so easily. Mm. Um and they're just so readily available to us at all times. And, you know, as time goes on, it's going to be, become more and more fun to, to look back and reminisce and, you know, cause that's all everything really, to me, everything really is just memories is the, you know, most beautiful thing we have. And mm -hmm. that's what I want to share, you know, but awesome. yeah. 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 No doubt, man. Um, when is the project coming out by the way? Do you know? We're aiming for December 24th. So Christmas Eve oh, is nice. the plan. The gift, yeah. the gift of this project. I had a question. I know Frosty's a part of the Tempest team and I know he's got the tattoos here and now on his wrist, right? Um, did he have anything? Is that kind of like a thing that you guys like on that team or? We, it's like, <laughs> we actually has no, it, like it didn't have any no correlation communication, yeah, but just, no just correlation a... but it just happened to be the exact same thing oh nice <laughs> i dig it like me we me and pablo were in arizona i think it was like a month or two ago and mm -hmm. uh we were just thinking of title ideas and i was just looking up on like google like all these different you know like mm -hmm. or uh, yeah like on the thesaurus just trying to figure mm -hmm. out like what words look nice and sound good and here now just clicked and it's, it's it's you know one of those random things that just kind of matched <laughs> totally no i like it a lot man i love the juxtaposition against skull chatter as well like the cover art even like it's just it's just cool it's cool to watch your journey i'm sure for so for you it's going to be really cool reminiscing but you know years years from now but even just from from uh the present time just i'm looking at your skull chatter actually right now it's on my coffee table hey what's up oh yes um, dude let's go yeah so thank you for that um yeah oh yeah epic, man epic um piece if you guys haven't you know i don't is there going to be anything in, that comes out in terms of like merchandise or photo books or anything with this one right or now, uh no not right now um yeah it's just uh it came up so quickly and uh there was just not really enough time to get enough kind of you know photos and yeah. time into it that we uh, had for school chatter um but I really would love to keep doing more stuff like that because it just creates such meaningful, you know, you just to be able to have a physical thing in your hands mm. is such a, a 
big difference compared to just watching a video. Um, so I'm hoping that, you know, I'll, I'll be heading back to LA before the new years and uh, hoping to kind of get back into the grind of, you know, training like full time and, and just see where that next kind of project is, is hiding away mm-hmm. and try and uncover that kind of creativity and motivation <laughs> again. Totally. Uh, yeah. It's, it's weird that we, as athletes, you know, we often think of each ourselves as athletes, but I feel like we're, we're more of artists when it comes to like the, these things, you know, and obviously we all are athletes as well, but you know, there's like different albums. These are like albums that you're dropping in my head, you know, and it's just, um, you have to evolve as an artist often to keep yourself interested you know totally. and so sometimes the audience doesn't always come along with you know that's famous or that's you know cliche in a way for bands that kind of reinvent themselves and you know their their old fans get all pissed off and <laughs> who knows what. so I, I don't know if like that's what you're but that's part of that growth process as a individual artist i think too for you is you know and that's where some of that imposter syndrome comes from it's like you're not feeling yourself fitting in with the old paradigm <clears throat> but um yeah, I mean, that's my, my biggest thing with creating video projects is, is like you said, being like, and thinking of in terms of, you know, art and less of, you know, just athleticism and, you know, pure skill. It's, it, it's just, there's something else when you can mesh both worlds uh, beautifully mm-hmm. and they create such an amazing piece. Um, but like, yeah, like you said, you're constantly having to, you know, we're all constantly changing and we're all going through different, you know, times of our lives and, you know, you're never the same person. Um, and, uh, you know, sometimes it's harder than other days to really kind of embrace that change. But I mean, you, you got to grow, you got to, you know, find new ways of expressing yourself and, and, and living with yourself too. And, um, you know, I just love the, it's just yeah it it makes me the main thing i want to you know always come back to is the here now project is more just me being stoked to be back to training and Mm -hmm. you know re like finding that that passion again and uh yeah couldn't be couldn't be happier it's that's awesome dream come true again (laughs) (laughs) yeah man it's uh it's a beautiful thing to see you just kind of get through that and and get to the next level of of enjoyment with this parkour practice that we all love. Do you think that this yeah. is, um, what, how do you feel about the, the evolution of like, you know, I, I think the way, one of the ways that you're contributing to the sport, you know, or the art form, since we just talked about it that way is this, you know, you're, you're setting a new standard of like, all right, back to back yearly projects. We've had some of this, like Giannis shower just dropped his video and he's been known Dude, to like yeah. do these yearly videos that are pretty, you know, they all have their own little uniqueness, flavors and stuff. Um, where do you see like parkour, you know, right now taking some of these video things and what is a original and unique about what we're doing? Do you think um, that we can really offer? Cause I feel like there's a, there's a time, you know, there was a time there's generations and um, we've, done a lot of what other sports have also done and we've done our own thing and and also i think that there's something that i haven't been able to quite pin down about parkour and why it's 
it's relevant to our time and our generation and why it's a demonstration of kind of a, a certain kind of growth. And again, I can't really put it into words right now, but I'm just like hunting mm-hmm. for that explanation. Cause I've, I feel like that it's in the same way that skateboarding kind of like changed, you know, the whole culture, the whole zeitgeist by its existence. And it's still doing that. Although I think it's, there's different things and I don't know where parkour falls in that, you know, but I do feel that, there's a zeitgeist that's also changing that's bigger than parkour and bigger than skateboarding, bigger than any sport, but that's just true to our generation as millennials that kind of still isn't defined yet. Um, yeah, no, I, I've been trying to put my finger on, you know, what kind of meaning parkour brings just to the, the world in general and why, mm-hmm. like, why is it interesting? Why do you, why do people want to, like, why do people want to train this? Why do people want to watch this? And, um, it's been really interesting trying to figure it out because I can't put my finger on it either. Um, but in the back of my mind, I always think, you know, there's, you know, there's, you know, running and there's climbing and there's all these, you know, very compared to parkour, I would say very basic level of, you know, of athleticism, but they're incredible athletes. Um, and there's also a lot of attention to those, those sports and individually. And, um, it gives me, that gives me hope that there is a time and place for parkour in the future. And there is a lot more room for growth. Um, but right now I've been, I've been questioning what, like, what is the, you know, what is the end, not the end goal, but what is the, the path? Cause it seems like the parkour kind of, to me, and maybe I'm too close to really fully picture it or see it, um, but it feels like it's kind of gone through a bit of a like a lull or a bit of a, like a weird like low phase where nothing seems like it's like happening too much. I think maybe it's because there's less uh, competition and maybe less like events have going on. That Certainly. way, you don't you know you don't, yeah, you're it. not seeing the connection of all these different <laughs> people from different cultures and different countries. Um, but I think because um, there's only so much, you know, authentic, you know, uh, communication and, and, and like sharing that can go on just via social media yeah, totally. and just videos. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I want, I want to keep, you know, I believe that there is, there is a spot in the, you know, a place for parkour and like in the same, same vein that skating is right now. I think I, I, you know, from what Dylan Baker was talking about in, um, in the, your uh, Helms Deeper tour, mm. you know, the like climbing, they're just going up a wall. Like it's just, yeah. more, it's just, you know, and that, and that offers enough, you know, depth and enough creativity to, you know, offer all this amazing, you know, this just amazing athleticism and creativity and um, parkour has a lot to offer as well. Um, but I think it's just a matter of kind of, you know, how we find that, I don't really know, but, you know, I think it's just a matter of putting one foot in front of the other and just keeping on doing what we're doing. Um, cause you know, I think we're on the right track. It's just a matter of mm-hmm. keeping it going. But I don't know. I don't either, man. I it's feel like, I feel you. I think we're on the right track too. I think there's some, there's some threads like with martial arts that we share and with climbing and like i think climbing one of the beautiful things about it i just watched that alpinist movie did you see that 
I started watching it. Yeah, dude, uh, I love uh, that. Okay, well, I can't tell you, I can't talk to you about it until you finish it because okay. it's super nasty. It's like one of the craziest films. I don't know how far you got it, you got into it, but I think I was like 40, 35, 40 minutes. In that's one I, of like the most insane things. Happened. That guy is crazy. Um, but I would love to talk to you about that after you watch it. But yeah, one of the I things about that is like it gets it gets nature involved in a big way, like just earth, you know, I think that's one of the most yeah. compelling things about climbing is you're just like, wow, the scale of like earth of like, you know, like just mountains is so much bigger than anything that humans have ever done. So like, that's one of the things I think that really makes that like dynamic and just interesting and compelling. Dude, think, driving into Yosemite Valley oh, and just seeing the yeah. scale of <laughs> El Cap is it doesn't even though I've watched the film and I've, yeah. I I know it's I know he's done it. Alex Honnold's <laughs> done that for you solo. It doesn't make sense. It literally is like yeah. It it just doesn't make sense. And I, <laughs> I even go to like I went to the base of it and like looked straight up and it looks like it, it leans back away it, oh, yeah. it's just a sheer wall of just three thousand feet or something it, dude <laughs> yeah insane so i think that we have some ability with with you know parkour is always kind of like not felt as interesting to me in nature for whatever reason like there's a there's a thing there but it's almost like it's part of the lifestyle component it's like it's adjacent to parkour but it's not really the main vein for whatever reason and i love going to nature and i love training even outside but it's just whatever i don't know i just i don't know if that's ours but it, we share something there i think that martial arts like there's a certain just simplicity like you're talking about um with just some of these like climbing and running and some of these other things no apparatus there's no skateboard there's something pure about parkour in that regard that mm -hmm. it's like a study of our own you know mechanism that we're you know born into and i think that's one of the things that makes it really compelling and i think that's that's something that people are getting more interested in. i think that's one of the reasons why the ufc has become such a big you know influence in mainstream culture right now and and i've been a huge fan of it for a while now but i think that there's something there that we also share that martial arts has where it's like there's just nothing besides you and and what is it's and very I think, pure yeah it's very pure and i think i think ufc and mma and martial arts like actual combat sports is maybe the most compelling thing on the planet in terms of like art forms to watch um not that to take anything away from parkour but it's just like those are the guys were and women that i'm like <laughs> that's like another like meta level to be going against another human because you know as as crazy as parkour is actually they're both in the same way. They're both like kind of uh, a, a battle with yourself is really your main opponent, you know? And that's kind of the beautiful thing about all mm -hmm. these martial arts is like, regardless of who you're up against in the ring, like really it's kind of, you know, you go against yourself and like how, how prepared you can get and how, you know, just how much you can sharpen yourself for a certain moment on a certain night for that sport or for a certain moment on a certain night or day for yeah, us. Yeah, because you, to ha you have amazing. to go into that, that ring with the mentality mm -hmm. of, you know, like to a certain extent, this is my life and I'm I'm fighting for it. Yeah. You know? like, and there's also a level of sportsmanship that is, uh, you know, amazing. I yeah. can't believe that they can 
you know, flip both of those switches on. At yeah, the same time. yeah, exactly. There's crazy. just like another switch there. Sometimes it feels like where it's like, <laughs> oh yeah. you're in your underwear, you're fighting in front of millions of people. There's like celebrities in the front row just yeah. like eating popcorn like he's <laughs> just like oh my god that's what's his name who knows like yeah, i just I can't imagine what a crazy feeling it must be to be a fighter sometimes i feel like it gets so intense and from what it interviews and stuff it's kind of like when you ask somebody like they just did a big descent or whatever or they did something like that was death defying for the first time or you know they yeah. broke a thing and you're just like how was that and you're like i don't really know like you you get yourself into a space <laughs> where you're like something takes over takes over and you're just kind of like you're witness to it but you don't you're not even there almost you're just like i just did that but um yeah 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 um, you're so in the moment there's no way you can there's so much energy flowing words. through you that it's like you kind of aren't even there dude yeah it's, but yeah it's like it takes all the focus it takes so much focus that it takes like the folk it takes you out of your personality your ego you know, so like you almost not black out, but you yeah. can't quite remember it like you would if it was just a, yeah. a regular day. You're like I didn't you have can't recount <laughs> everything. Yeah. So I just think it's so fascinating. And um, but anyway, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm excited for for big projects. I love that you're, you know, giving us something to talk about here on the podcast. And and um, yeah, I appreciate you having me on, man. It's yeah. good, to, good to hear and see you and you know just i mean it's just that these connections are super valuable and um hopefully soon i'll be back in denver and we can get some some descent training and some, <laughs> oh, God, uh, some good old training oh, back. Man. <laughs> i mean i i think like yeah we'll see it's it will see I what's going on in so long dude <laughs> yeah it's like one of those things where you you all like this is part of the evolution i don't know if you agree but it's like you get to a certain point where i it's not that i don't understand going like to that level where you know you're like i want to push it that hard i want to i want to be exposed to death you know i want to be exposed mm -hmm. to the highest consequences but at the same time at a certain level it's like okay i kind of understand that feeling i've put myself in that space enough times that yeah. I don't like, you don't, you I know really, also you that you have any more. Yeah. I don't need it. And also I know what it takes to be safe in that space. And I'm not necessarily yeah, yeah. willing to, to dedicate myself to that again. Um, yeah. You're not. Cause like when you first kind of get into it, it's more of like a test to see if mm -hmm. you can, mm -hmm. you know, be comfortable and, and, you know, basically get the job done. Um, mm -hmm. But like you said, once you accomplish that and gotten over, I mean, it literally is the, the the highest of consequence yeah and so once you know you can kind of get past that it's not idiotic but i would say it's it's kind of redundant um, almost silly, silly yeah redundant to just keep pushing and pushing and pushing um and i think yeah with the sense i i kind of i think i had that same feeling where it's you know it's it's the same movement over and over and over again and it's not that interesting so the wind it's not really a win-win uh, it's kind of just a a risk mm -hmm. at that point um and, you know, it's also just one of those things where, you know, I see my, my nephews and, you know, I'm like, I want to keep hanging out with these little guys, you know, I don't want <laughs> to be risking this all the time. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, it's, um, it's interesting. Yeah, I think that there's also for people that take it to that level or have taken it really as high as they can possibly go. There's also this pattern of, you know, going through kind of what you're going, you, you had gone through earlier this year and just being like okay well then what is this for because you, you know 
where am I yeah. at with it? And um, I wanted to talk, you know, I'm, I'm putting this out there so I can hold myself accountable, I guess. But like I wanted to talk next uh, to Tim Sheaf because it's been a long time since anyone I feel like has really checked in with him. I mean, he's obviously mm, put out content and yeah. stuff, but, you know, I feel I feel like uh, there's a certain amount of. Once people stop moving, like you said, you're like, oh, well, I'm going to give it up, maybe, or, you know, um, mm-hmm. which who knows what that means to you. But I'm just aware that there's sort of a narrative or there was when I was, you know, a practitioner that was younger that, you know, OK, well, once they're once you're not making videos or whatever, it's like, you know, you're just not in it anymore. But f- and I get that, you know, it's like if that's what you're interested in is is the moves, then, yeah, you're not interested in what Tim Sheaf's doing anymore. But because Tim Sheaf was who he was to me at the time when, when the, mm-hmm. the sport was popping off, you know, in that era, I mm-hmm. am still interested in his journey and I'm still interested in the same way that I'm interested in yours because I'm, I'm interested in humans and like what they're doing, you know, and like yeah, who yeah. they are that like got them to do yes, this thing in parkour, but just like, okay, well then who are, but who they are to, to do that is also who they might be, you know, not doing that. And uh, I don't know if that makes sense, but no, yeah, I'd that's, like to, that's to see us. Like, exp- yeah, I just like to 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 keep keep in touch with with some of these more peripheral legends, you could say. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's it's nice to know that, you know, I think it's 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 healthier to kind of have that mindset because, you know, it's like all right, well, this the moment you stop training, the moment you stop, you know, putting out videos and no one cares, but that's not the truth. You know, like, like you said, <laughs> yeah, I, no, I'm you can come back. In, yeah. Yeah. Or you like, can, you like you be. said too, if you took a whole year off and then you came back, you're like, I'm doing it again. We're all like, Oh shit. Like, even if you're not, <laughs> if you just post about something, but you know, if Tim Sheaf wanted to put a video out, he's lost no ground, you know, he's lost no, no ground with the community. If he, not that he wants to do that, obviously, but Sorry, I didn't mean to get so excited. I kind of like jumped in front of you there, but it's just like no, go. It's just like yeah, it's you know, even though Conor McGregor has lost his last like six fights or whatever, not that many, but he's lost a lot of fights recently. Yeah, and like yeah, of course there's going to be people that you know throw shade and jump off the bandwagon, but at the same time, it's just because because he hit that certain point, he's always going to be an interesting figure in the sport and. Oh yeah. No matter what he does, it's like people are going to want to pay attention to see how that unfolds. Um, and every human yeah, being and is especially like that. When you're, everyone's when you're at like that, that. That top level too. Yeah. Like for Conor McGregor, yeah. everyone's looking at him. <laughs> everyone's trying to pull him back down. Well, you know? <laughs> I, I think that's one of the reasons like why I still respect him because regardless of like, you know, I, it's been hard to be his fan, you know, like the last couple of years, just because yeah. of like the way he's carried himself has not been so, um, admirable or respectable but but because i understand like what it took to get to like again those rules that we talked about it's like he made himself insane because now it's kind of being more revealed just how hard it was to do what he did when you see the belt changing hands between like different champions and like oh everyone thinks like thought people thought dustin was gonna win last saturday but he didn't you know it's like it's a lot harder Mm -hmm. to to build a streak sometimes and to like double down and gamble on yourself and like you know go in and fight Mm -hmm. with injuries then people really understand and so it was really against all odds it was like he was on this crazy hot streak and also the only reason it makes you appreciate that exactly way more after seeing it yeah which is not a downfall but you (laughs) see after 
yeah you know all that stuff transpires you know you really like oh that was something special <laughs> yeah no doubt yeah um and this is the same reason why we we understand like you know when you put out a video or you put out new moves and things it's like it's super hard or Giannis's video from you know the other day it's just like even to like get in the octagon again or to get in front of the camera again is mm -hmm. is super difficult even if like it's like you put out the video and it doesn't have the response that like oh your old video did or whatever it's like you know, people are going to throw shit and shade on, oh, there's going to be the naysayers, but that's like, you know that going yeah. in, that's why it's hard. And so you know yeah. that like the people that still do it are, you know, gangster for doing it, I guess you could say. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, that, that's a good point. I remember the first kind of, uh, the first week or two of filming, I remember being kind of hesitant and being like, you know, my, my ego was being very heavily involved and just being saying, you know, you've got to live up to mm -hmm. what you did in the past, um, which is not true. And it's funny because the moment I kind of ignored that and just was happy to be moving again and back to normal, it felt like I almost progressed past where I was last year. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> it, it seems like it, it shouldn't work that way, but it absolutely did. Um, I'm in no way trying to, um, you know, live up to or, you know, directly trying to one up myself, mm. but just the, the fact of putting one step in front of the other mm. and enjoying the moment that in itself is progress. And that in itself is growth, which is the thing I'm most, you know, most looking forward to and most trying to work on. Um, Cause if you only focus on progression and you only focus on, you know, just the, the pure athleticism or not athleticism, but the pure just skill level. And if you're always yeah. comparing yourself to, to who you were, it just doesn't, it doesn't hit as well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why it well, seems like it should. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think this is like, this is one of the through lines. I think that is relevant to the whole generational thing that we're going through. And it could just be me. And I could just be kind of like, a part of like something that kind of I, I mean even if even if i'm right right now um what i'm about to say it's kind of potentially just a cyclical thing where it's like you kind of go this way then you go that way and that's just kind of the nature of life but mm -hmm. um we're in a phase right now where it's like you know i think that kind of pushing yourself and just going more and more and more extreme is uh, a good and has been used already as a ally or analogy to like capitalist um just you know shareholder uh interests being at the forefront of like what society is kind of all about and mm -hmm. just like the insustainability of that you know and how that actually holds us back as a species in many ways is just this perpetual need to outdo ourselves and like have a bigger rocket going faster to the moon or to mars that's more cock shaped than the other guys you know? <laughs> <laughs> or like just fucking, yeah. you know, more money, more, 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 just like an, an insatiable, you know, black hole of like extra, but only in this one dimension of like material or just like you're saying like this only in this one dimension of like how good, how far is your Kong or like how big is your jump or how much can you lift? It's like, yeah, yeah we could keep pushing that by inches and pounds and millimeters just forever but when does that game like 
you know need to sit inside a bigger game and like not be the game you know and so they call it the infinite game i think and i don't know who came up with that but anyhow that's cool there's like this larger path right and so i think it's awesome that by embracing a slightly larger path you actually realize that you you're better at the game that you thought you were having to play the narrower one yeah so yeah there's more more longevity to it for sure too yeah and so i don't know i think that there's actually that story in our generation of just like obviously there was people that were more concerned about sustainability and the earth and and all that but i feel like this before i'm dead i feel like we kind of are figuring this out you know if i live uh average length or longer life it's just like it seems like we're kind of gonna have to because but you know everyone is thinking they're living in unique times right so it's it's just the that kind of fallacy at the same time but it truly does feel like if we just know too much now and information we is still very vague and amorphous in terms of like getting it to pin down but the cream will rise to the top i think by the end of uh, our lives yeah no i agree i think <clears throat> you know it's not completely reinventing the wheel but i think it's just a matter of of uh just looking at it from the bigger picture and Hmm. you know we're not having to survive and worry about you know just like these basic things we we live a very comfortable life in Mm -hmm. in comparison to you know past generations so it it gives us time to really think about you know how we want to play the game yeah and you know you know what i love is just that everyone can you know do what they need to do to make it work for them um but yeah, for me, it's just the, you know, it's like you said, it's not about who can jump the furthest, who can lift the heaviest. It's, you know, that's obviously something to, um, to look forward to and to appreciate in the moment when you get those moments, but that should not be the, the final goal because once that happens, then, you know, how, how satisfying is that moment after it happens? I think the more satisfying moments are when you, truly appreciate each moment on its own and um you're not looking for that other side of the you know the grass is always greener on the other side if you're always looking for that other person's you know achievement then you're not going to really appreciate what you're doing right here and right now so boom here now boom you brought it home dude (laughs) what in the fucking world all right well We should probably call it there. That's a good little length yeah. there. That'll fit on Instagram live or whatever the fuck. And um, thank you so much for being a part of it and, you know, having a, Dude, yeah, we got you. matrix resurrections. I can't wait for that. And then right after that, we got here now by Nate Weston. So this holiday season is going to be good. It's going to be a good holiday season. Good, that's good, for sure. good season to sit on my ass and watch some <laughs> epic content. Um, Amen. All right, brother. Amen. I'll take, take all care. Right. Talk to you soon. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. Bye. All right. Yes. Thank you guys for being a part of this one. Thank you, Nate Weston, for being our guest and for doing your thing. And we will see you guys on the next episode. If you have any questions, you can send them to me. And you can check out the description for all the ways that you are able to support the podcast. We appreciate it. Everyone who is here and chooses to do something on that list until next time.